When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Kitchen, 651-641-1071. We're taking your calls right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. What you watching? What you streaming? What you putting your eyeballs on? 651-641-1071. Bradley, why are we asking? Do we have that opener? You know what? I looked in my bag and I found it. Yay. Oh, good. She did find it. Yay. How about TV? Seen anything good recently? What are some of your favorite TV shows? Any favorite shows? All right. We want to know what you're watching. Give us a jingle, 651-641-1071. And um, I thought we'd just kick things off with something I have been watching this season and love. But, you know, like all good things uh they come to an end and so i need more ideas and i know colleen and holly do as well so give us a jingle let us know what you're watching the thing i've been watching actually and colleen i think you've seen this show before it's called finding your roots it's on pbs and i will say the eighth season of finding your roots is currently airing on public television and it just continues to be a great show and i can talk for days about it um and i'm certainly happy to but uh but I do know, I think we have some people on the phone. We do, but can you quick give a quick thumbnail sketch of yeah, what for, Finding Your Roots is? For those who've not seen the show before, Finding Your Roots, it's with Hen- Henry Lewis, I should say Dr. Henry Lewis Gates Jr. And it follows um, life stories, family histories of some of your favorite people. Many of them are celebrities, but not all. Some are politicians. And some are just, you know, movers and shakers, people who've made a difference in the world or have, you know, like a a public facing career. And I think one of the magical things about this show, I mean, honestly, I do feel like it has magic powers. A, I'm a family history buff, so I just I love watching other people have their uh, family histories revealed to them. But the magical powers of this show particularly are kind of what I think make for an amazing reality television show, which is simply that it is able to captivate you with stories you didn't think you had any interest in. Mm -hmm. If something can captivate you with someone else's story, what I mean by that is, like, sure, family history. You don't have to be a family history nerd to find the show fascinating because they're able to tell stories in a way that will draw you in even if you're not related to these mm-hmm. people or you can't identify with that. And, um, the, you know, this particular season, I think of people like Mario Lopez. Like, I don't know that I'm a huge Mario Lopez fan, but you will find some empathy for Mario Lopez. And 
And actually, if I think of some of the more political people they've had on the show or people with a political career, you know, you find yourself identifying with people that perhaps you don't agree with the politics of. And that's that's a very special ability. That is not something all shows can do. And also, it's just a reality show that has a positive message, and that is so rare. Oh, yeah. Nobody's fighting or trying to win something. Exactly. And and they're touching stories. They're deep stories. They're sad stories. Many times, they're tragic stories. But in the end, you know, there's, there's, um, there's something that, you know, you will walk away with feeling good about yourself. So I think that is a huge, that's a huge bar to clear when it comes to television. Yeah, very so that's, cool. That's just been a show I've been enjoying. Finding your roots, and you said that's on PBS. It's on PBS, yeah. Awesome. And if you have, uh, if you uh, contribute to PBS, you'll have access to all the previous seasons. Uh, let's go to the phones. We have Pat on the line. Hi, Pat. Pat, what you watching? I I'm watching all the TV shows like um, Closer and uh, Medium and. Uh, and clips of Timothy Chalamet on YouTube. Oh, of Timothy. Just clips of Timothy I Chalamet. That. I love it. You're in a Timothy Chalamet <laughs> rabbit hole. Oh my god, I'm I'm an old stan of his. I'm old, old, old. I'm like a grandma stan of that, his. That's okay. Everybody's got their thing. Pat, I just love that you brought up the show Medium. Gosh, I loved that show with uh, Patricia Arquette. Yes, so yes. good. That is so good. Yes. Now, did you say that that um, Mary Me is going to be on Peacock? I, I kind of missed a little bit yes. of that. Yes. Something- yes, it will be in theaters and on Peacock. So, if you're really getting a hankering to stream that, you can. It's you have access to it, Pat. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> you got but your you work got cut out for you, Pat. My eyes are practically falling out from watching cute pictures of Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> little. Clip. I love, love it, it, Pat. Thank Thanks, you Pat. for your call. I just love, you know, a couple hey, TV shows and clips of Timothy I mean, Chalamet. Look, whatever I, floats your boat. Exactly. Uh, let's go. We would not judge by any stretch. Let's go to Sue. Hello, Sue. Sue, what you watching? Um, Resident Alien, The Gilded Age, and The Cleaning Lady. Hi. Okay, so Gilded Age right now, that's the one by Julian Fellows, yeah. right? That follows, well, it's not, it doesn't follow, but it's sort of like the American version, for lack of a better description, of Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. Correct, yep. And where do you watch that again? Uh, do you remember? Uh, I think it was HBO. It's HBO yeah. Max. HBO Max. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how are you liking that one, Sue? Um, the costuming, is, the, I'm into the horses and carriages and the historic value of what you see. Yeah. The terminology, like somebody said, white star line. Well, who would even think of that? You know, um, the storyline is kind of predictable, but it, it you can see there's some serious sparring on it. Yeah. And the actors are phenomenal. Well, and, you know, that just makes me think of Downton Abbey and Julian Fellows yeah. and the way he writes. Like, you, you, you kind of enjoy the predictability of it because it's not going to rock you out of your chair too much right right that's good to know thank you sue thanks sue uh let's go to beth hi beth beth what you watching i'm also watching the gilded age um carrie coon is on there who's that uh, i think she was on fargo mm-hmm. oh okay yeah a tv series and you love it yes it's really good yeah. I'm also watching the 1888. Oh, yeah. That's the um, Yellowstone spinoff, right? Yeah, Yellowstone. Yeah, I just started watching that. 
Um, there is another guy on YouTube. I do. I, I love Timothy Chalamet too, but I'm the Keanu Reeves gal. <laughs> okay, so you're in a Keanu Reeves YouTube spiral. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm. You know, I'm the one who's dating him. But, oh, yeah, oh, that's right. We've talked. Oh, you're yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the one. Um, but there's a guy called Cash Jordan who um, does um, YouTube's um, about selling or renting places in New York, and he's hysterical. Mm. Good yeah, to know. I love I love YouTube too. recommendations. Yeah, he's really funny. Um, but yeah, those two shows are really good. I I'm jumping all over the place on different. Uh, Aren't we all? I watch Frasier and everything else too. But I yeah I jump around on all those channels. Yeah. So. Beth, thank you for Thanks, your Beth. call and for those recommendations. Let's go to Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Tanya, what you watching? Hi, I watched a movie recently. I actually thought of you guys when I saw it. It's called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Oh, and it's on Prime. And it's, it's not about, about my partner. No, <laughs> although who knows? You never know. Um, oh, I've seen. I okay. I have not watched this, but I remember seeing the trailer for this and trying to tuck it away as something I needed to watch. <laughs> Tell us no about pun it. Right, exactly. Um, but it's actually a, a film adaptation on Prime from a musical playing on the West End in England. Mm-hmm. Um, about a teenager who's, oh, I just, his spirit about who he knows he wants to be just really captivated me. Awesome. And it just made me feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Tanya, good thank you. Thanks, so it's Tanya. a story about a 16 year old who doesn't really fit in, uh, in, you know, their, their world and knows that they want to be a drag queen. Mm. And so that's like the whole, the whole arch of and the story. Where's that again? That's, I think that's on, I think it's on Amazon prime. I believe. All right. And uh, it's called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Every Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Fabulous. So well, we got we some got suggestions. List, man. Yeah. We got a list. I will Thank say. Thank you, guys. I started The Gilded Age and it is. Oh, and you like it? Yes. Yes. We haven't gotten to get back into it yet, but hmm. it's this like tension between old money and new money in New oh, York sure. City. And it is. It gives you all of the Downton Abbey feels. But a whole different. Well, and you setting. have Christine Baranski and oh my gosh. other amazing actors. So it's so great. Definitely have to check that out. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra Gang together. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a mystery to solve. And this one, this one stars Octomom. <gasps> After this, old friend of the show on My Talk 1071. If we have a mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And whenever we have a mystery to solve, we uh, call ourselves the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's not Britney Spears. It's Octomom. We haven't talked about Octomom, you guys, in a while, but there is a mystery we need to solve about Octomom. And here's the mystery. She's been popping up uh, a lot lately in social media and uh, in the tabloids in a way that's kind of surprising, right? We have not heard from Octomom in a while. No. In fact, actually, the last time I think you brought her up, it had been like, I'm going to say years. Yeah. And the last time you brought her up, it was a couple weeks ago, and she was out uh, covered head to toe in what appeared to be a homemade beekeeper outfit. Yeah, she was really trying to protect herself, I think, from COVID. But what was obvious about it was that she had made a call to the paparazzi, because if you didn't know it was her, 
it could have been anybody. Well, and she's doing it again. And this time she's celebrating the children's birthday. So you could say, well, I guess it's obvious why Nadia would try and would be trying to get attention because uh, all of her children, well, I shouldn't say all of her children, her eight youngest children have all turned 13. And that, you know, is a milestone for the kids. Mm-hmm. And she celebrated by taking the kids to a bowling alley and a park. Now, the thing that's different about this, though, is she called up the Daily Mail uh, or somebody connected to a uh you know, film service that showed up with cameras and um, then they published those photos in the Daily Mail. So this was a very, this was yet again an attempt by Octomom to get attention for her and her kids. I mean, the photo shoot, it's not even a photo, it is a photo shoot disguised as a like, oh, look, right. Octomom's out with her kids, but they're posing for photographs. Right. So this is totally a planned experience. The mystery then is, why is she showing up all of a sudden? And I don't know what you think, but the only thing I could think of, and that's why I brought it to the the family today, um, maybe she's trying to get another reality show or something? Well, because why else do you try to get attention after running away from the world? Nadia Suleiman, Octomom, is like the poor man's Tory spelling in the sense that she is always trying to get a reality show. It seems to me because back when we were seeing her constantly before she was, it was all these failed attempts at getting attention so she could get a reality show. She would have a YouTube channel where she was doing the cinnamon challenge and that wouldn't turn into anything. And then she did like a fitness thing and then, but that didn't turn into anything. And then she did her solo sex tape and that didn't, well, it was what it was. But yes, I think you're right. I think like when you start to see her crop up, you have to go, what does she want from us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is she trying to do? I have no idea because it's not like she's saying like, I want to show for my kids. But literally she's showing up and inviting photographers in a way that she didn't used to. It's not like we just tuned in to see what Octomom is up to. She for the you know last, well, I think the last time we talked about her was probably last month. So it's been, you know, as many appearances in as many months. And that to me, after being gone, you know, for the most part for the last couple of years Mm -hmm. from social media and from, you know, uh, regular old media says to me that she's, you know, up to something, what that something is. I don't know. I also just find it crazy that her kids are 13 now. Right. Um, but they sell, I mean, you know, the photo shoot itself, again, involves them going to a bowling alley, and then they're in a park, and they're all wearing festive hats and eating cake. Can I also just add that there's an accompanying video of them just introducing themselves that is clearly not taken on somebody's iPhone? Yeah. So then I Googled this because you can see- This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. See on the um the Daily Mail, uh-huh. they credit the photographs to this movie ink, and it's M O V I ink, which must be a paparazzi it's, outfit. It's it is a it is a uh, photography company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have on their on their website that they do editorial and they do weddings and they do events. Yeah. So that just tells you for whatever whatever she's trying to get out front with, she wants quality representation, yeah, and not just crappy, you know, selfies. Oh yeah, she's yeah. not providing this material. This is coming from a service, yeah. And how she arranged for that service certainly is up for grabs. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, she hasn't been doing. Um, Anything to speak of since at least maybe? I mean, I don't think she's done an interview since 2018, at least if you read this article. So I don't know what's been going on for the last couple years. But to me, this just says, pay special attention. Keep your eyes peeled because I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Octomom makes another attempt to get a show. You know, that said, whether it's Tori Spelling or Octomom, I just want to say to these people, do you like... Are we doing that anymore? I don't know that right. the world really wants that because I kind of feel like we all know how, um, well, how unhealthy it can be. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what network is going to pay for something that risky? Well, and that's what me. I mean, I, although I, that said, based on what you watch on A and E, I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, you're not wrong. Yeah. There's so, some crap TV there's still out there. some crappy TV going on. But, but see, the thing I think is interesting about Octomom is we see her emerge in this way, in this super public way, yeah. every time she needs money. Well, and, you know, I'm not, you're absolutely right. I'm not surprised in that sense. So obviously she's trying to be resourceful, and it's like the only thing she knows how to do is sell her story. Um, which we've all heard. Well, so trying to find a new spin on that story. Well, here the octuplets are eight or are thirteen. And to be fair, it's not like she can go do a nine to five job, right? In the traditional sense, right? She and has fourteen children. I know. I feel like we've talked about that, and many of them have special needs. Yeah. So she needs a lot of assistance. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're right. And she's octomom. Yeah. Like she. Is Octomom. Yeah. She's not Nadia. She's Octomom. Yep. When we return, well, we'll keep an eye out to see what, what's next for Octomom. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to keep our eye on celebrities behaving badly. We call them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, we have a name for them, and that name is Daybark. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. My D-bag is Camilla Cabello today, honey. What did she do? Well, she's that pub walker extraordinaire, and she's walking for publicity again, kids. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a publationship 
Or at least we're supposed to think that there's some dating happening in our future. What? Okay, so over at um, Just Jared, there's this whole paparazzi stroll courtesy of whatever news service uh, got the memo that... Uh, Camila Cabello was going to be out and about walking with a friend and former co-star Nicholas Galitzine. Mm. Galitzine, I don't know how you say his last name. He's a 27-year-old English actor. And um, they were spotted again doing stuff. But what I love about this, and, and they were in Cinderella together, so if you're like, I don't know who this person is, I googled him because I'm not familiar with the Nicholas. He's a young new actor, and he'll probably be in more stuff. So I'm not surprised that Oh, look, we have a celebrity using uh, paparazzi to get uh, they and their friends in headlines. Now, what you're treated to is something I enjoy. And I see your face. You're probably having oh, the reactions that I, I did. I saw a couple that I was like, yeah. what's happening there? They're, they're delight. Camila Cabello is just wonderful at in-between faces. And oh, by yeah. that, I mean I can relate to her totally. So on Just Jared, literally, you will always see these long... Um, like, they just put all the photos in. So they they whatever the news service is, they like log on and they're like, oh, we'll take all of those. Yeah. And it's literally every photo of her and this guy doing a paparazzi stroll. And it involves such things as them eating ice cream, mm-hmm. her, you know, licking the cone... Um, she's cupping her boob. She's just doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, they go on a nice little cruiser bike uh, yeah. experience. And they're <laughs> laughing and giggling and totally aware that cameras are on them at all times, even though the in-between faces are delightful. She looks... She, there is this quality of like, do-do-do with Camila Cabello that just seems delightfully ordinary. Right. That said... Camila Cabello, I see you. And she's not like my D-bag for being like anything particularly negative. It's just, girl, I see. Do you remember that we've all been along for every other right. paparazzi stroll you've done since uh, the global lockdown happened right. when you and Sean Mendez were every five minutes like walking down your street? You're doing the same thing. Right. We've read this script. Also, I don't know what a Nicholas Galitz- Galitzine is... Uh, from Adam, so I don't know if he's taken, if he's even her type, or vice versa. But we've seen this story before. I would not be surprised if we start to hear rumors mm-hmm. and innuendo mm-hmm. about these two. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, they look like they're having fun together. Uh I imagine you're right. We're either going to hear rumors about them dating or, or we'll hear rumors about them not dating, exactly. which is a total move in and of itself. Totally. That there will be like some sort of Camila Cabello statement that's like, Nicholas and I are just friends. We have been for whatever. But if they start to get traction on it, well, remember, they're going to start making out. What happened the last time she was out and about with a friend? Uh, she ended up dating him yes, and making music with remember him. Remember that Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello were friends for like. Yeah. A decade plus. They yeah. still are friends. They are. Better than ever, in fact, even though they're not together. That, they do. So much they better. love each other as friends. Yes, more than they ever have. Um, <clears throat> You know, what I almost said was that this Nicholas Galincine looks a lot like Shawn Mendes. And then I stopped myself. No. Because that is why Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller is my D-bag today. Oh, interesting. Because of the headline, Sean Mendez engages in beach ritual with Camila Cabello lookalike in Hawaii. Oh, I see what you did there. So yeah. I really did almost say like, oh, he's got a total Sean Mendez vibe. And then I stopped myself. Yeah. Because 
this has got to stop. First of all, what they're referring to is something we've talked about on this show where uh, Sean Mendez privately, publicly sat in a wooded area and allowed a sexy shaman to blow into his nose. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, he, they were performing a, quote, beach ritual. This was with Yogi Hitomi Mochizuki, um, who apparently, according to Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller, looks like Camila Cabello. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Which this is a whole, in as much as she's a woman and she has hair. Yeah. And a body. Yeah, no, but again, we've talked about this, especially most recently in the context of Julia Fox and right. Kardashian, that uh, we're always going to compare the women. Like, can we but stop not it? comparing the men. Nope. But although, although I will I say, I think to... they would have called it out if uh, this guy was a Sean Mendez lookalike, but it's not like they have long, you know, curly. He doesn't have long curly hair or anything no, like that. No, but he's he tall. Legs. He's got legs and a face. Yeah. Great. He's got shoulders and a body. Much like Sean Mendez. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, let's just, I would just like to all points bulletin to all the tabloids. Let's stop saying people look alike. That's lazy. Because I've got more questions about Sean Mendez and the sexy shaman. And it has nothing to do with her being a sexy shaman. You have more what questions? Like, I want to know things like, what's she blowing in his nose? Why? <laughs> what the goal is? Um, how? Like, how did this photo shoot get set up? Mm-hmm. Did somebody call and say, hey, meet us at this beach at this time? A sexy woman is going to blow something into Sean Mendez's nose and you're going to want photographic evidence. I don't understand how those things happen. Yeah, no, I mean, this was clearly a Sean is going to be here. Yep. You'll want to bring your camera. Right, right. And and they did. And nobody knows more than that, except for that. Oh, there is some sort. Okay, wait, hold on. I did learn this. They got face to face and simultaneously inhaled what seems to be a shamanic medicine called rape from two ends of the same pipe. Okay. Means still right. nothing to me. Also, be careful how you say that word. I know. Mm-hmm. Also, hard to Google. I'm just saying. It's shamanic snuff. Okay, so what is what's he doing? Meaning, I know what he's doing. He's getting attention. Yeah. yeah. But what's like is he are we watching him do some sort of like a uh image rehab and does it include him being like a shirtless bad boy or something? No, I mean, or is he trying to go clear- earthy or what's going on? I mean, I don't know, but I would imagine it's just like he's single now, so he has to do single things, and that includes being with sexy shaman. Riding bikes. And being shirtless. Yeah. Hiking with his friends. Falling down because he was trying to take a selfie and couldn't walk at the same time. Shirtless in a waterfall. People end up dead that way, so please don't take selfies on Um, like steep cliffs. That's just not a good idea. mm -mm, People actually die. It's true. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think he's just trying to separate himself again. And, you know, um, Camilla's clearly trying to do the same thing, but I just feel like they're in two different 
worlds. Like he, he, yeah, he's on a different plane than she is. They're on different journeys. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is he doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at his Instagram story. Mm. He's feeling super grateful, or he was 13 hours ago. Oh, good. Driving down a road. Oh, that's real nice. He should do that. Yeah. Is his shirt on? Uh, you know, I can't confirm his torso status, but over on his regular Instagram on his posts, I don't know. He must think that t-shirts are kind of itchy lately. I mean, you know, if you got it, flaunt it. Yeah. That's what I say. It's not winter everywhere. That's true. Mm-hmm. When we return, thank you for doing that deep dive, Holly, for us. Thank mm-hmm. you for visiting Sean Mendez's um, inner thoughts. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got big divorce news today. Big. A major divorce is now final. Mm-hmm. It is it is probably not the one you're thinking of, but no. we're going to get to the bottom of it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's cool. We'll move on. And we'll just go forward. That's right. We're going to make it through, you guys. For being the shortest month in the entire year, February is a long month. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, we'll keep you warm. We'll keep you warm. We'll keep you cozy uh, while we tell you about a cold, chilly divorce. Yeah. In fact, they're officially divorced. Megan and Brian. If I say those two names to you, you might not be quite sure which Megan and which Brian. But if I told you Brarna and Megan Fox Kelly, you'd maybe. Well, I don't know. If you listen to our show, you might know that we're talking about Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green. And they are officially donezo. Which... You know, I just love the Hollywood trajectory of these two because this is the most bass-ackwards way of doing things. These two are now in new relationships. Mm -hmm. One is pregnant. Uh, One of those couples is pregnant. Um, And the other one is engaged. And drinking each other's blood. And drinking each other's blood and wearing vampire clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, And now they're divorced. So I just love how in Hollywood, like you have the kids first, then you get married, Right. you have a new relationship, then you get divorced from your old relationship. So we've got details. I don't know if you had any particular reaction to this story, Colleen, well, I when mean, you saw the headline. Honestly, whenever I hear like, I, it's always funny, like we've moved on, we've moved on to the, I mean, we, as though we actually are involved in their relationships, we're not, but we are. Like, we've moved on. They're both in other relationships, engagement, people getting ready to walk down the aisle, drinking each other's blood. There's a baby on the way over here. They did Dancing with the Stars together. Like, we've moved on. So when you see that headline, you're like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. They weren't even divorced yet. All of this was going on, and they weren't even divorced yet. Yeah, exactly. There is one tiny little tidbit of this divorce that I wasn't aware of. So I read the article over at TMZ, which kind of lays this all out, and also reminded me that they had attempted to get divorced before, uh, and that never actually happened. You mean they had attempted to get divorced before during this same split, or at a different no, time? No, earlier. So they had gotten married. Okay, so they got married back in 2010. Mm-hmm. She filed for divorce in 2015, but eventually... Oh. Those papers were withdrawn four years later. So they they had been on this road for a very long time. She then files for divorce in November of uh, 2020. And this time, 2022, it all uh, makes it all the way to the end. So I, I not only didn't remember that, but one thing I did not know or just had failed to remember was um, 
you know, apparently they had some agreement with the kids, uh, or I should say about the kids. And um, they had hashed that out previously. And because, of course, they've got three boys. They have joint legal and physical custody of the three boys. And the docs didn't really, the docs, TMZ says, the documents didn't say much about the child support or spousal support, but there was um, a reference to the fact that they settled out of court. Although, here's the thing that I couldn't, that I was like, oh, that's interesting. Sources connected to the former couple told us they didn't have a prenup. And in California, that means they acquire, everything they acquired during their 10-year union would be 50-50. I just find that so odd that these two rather... um, professional actor-y people. Right, especially like a Brian. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Austin Green, who's been in the business for... Since he was a child. Yeah. Um, would have had like a different approach, and I'm surprised they didn't have a prenup. So, I mean, clearly I don't think they were probably fighting about money, because if that were the case... Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Right. I don't think this divorce would have been finalized so soon. So something tells me that they were amicably able to work out whatever whatever money situation, which also tells me maybe there wasn't one of them that had a fortune beyond, you know, uh, right, what like the other one did. Significantly more than the other. Where they thought like, oh, I need to hold on to what's mine is mine and I, what's yours is yours. I'm always fascinated by, you know, because, okay. Normal people in normal life, like us people. Whatever that is, yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, us people. Like, we don't have advisors who are advising us on legal things or contract things, like on a daily basis. These are people who have agents and managers and Mm -hmm. a whole team of people who are there. It is always surprising to me when I hear that two celebrities have gotten married and there isn't a prenup. Mm -hmm. It is so completely routine in Hollywood. And it seems to me that my point is I would love to sit down with an entertainment lawyer or somebody who's closely intimately involved in the lives of celebrities and just be like, Hey, like, how does this go? Like, did, did anybody raise a flag to them? Was anybody like, Hey guys, you might want to get a prenup. Like, why would that why would it be wise not to? Yeah. The only thing I can I think of, because I know nothing, uh, but again, maybe they just both had equal amounts of stuff and it wasn't, or there wasn't a huge gap, or they were just like, I'm not really, there's nothing really we would fight over. Like, what are we going to fight over? I mean, that said, people <laughs> do twist. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but maybe between the two of them, they just didn't have any huge gap in wealth. Yeah. Yeah, I just... 
Yes, and I, but I also think if somebody is on their team, is looking toward the future too. Like at the beginning, they maybe don't have a huge gap, but who knows what's going to happen in the course of their relationship. One of them could have been launched out of the stratosphere and the other one could have had a middling career or no career. And it seems like then you'd want to be protective of assets somehow or have some sort of roadmap because the other thing you know about Hollywood marriages is it's probably not going to last. Now, interestingly enough, Megan Fox was only 18 when she first started going out with Brian Austin. But then that was my, thank you for actually, because that was my second question was, I don't think I know a lot about their backstory. Yeah. So they have a 13 year age difference. They began dating when she was just 18 years old Mm. in 2004. What's interesting about that then is, of course, all the behavior we're seeing now from Megan Fox seemed very much like a person who didn't really do all that stuff in their 20s like the rest of us did. You know, the drinking blood, the wearing vampire outfits. We were all doing that back in the day. I mean, I was dressed like Dracula's maid in Burbank. 2009. I mean, signing autographs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So they got engaged in 2006. Then they called off their wedding in 2009. And then in 2010, they got married. And then... In Hawaii. In Hawaii, right. And then she filed for divorce, Bradley, like you said, for the first time in August of 2015. Then they made up. But then... But but that didn't last. But that literally lasted less than a year. Yeah, so probably when she was in her late teens, early 20s, perhaps, she wasn't even being advised right. by, a, by a smart attorney yeah. to get a prenup. And he was certainly probably not. Well, and he, he would have been the one to come out ahead. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. He would have been the bigger star at the time. Right. He was a bigger star, but then she became potentially... She had a moment where she could have been a much bigger star, and then for a number of reasons that seemed to have petered out. Mm-hmm. Um you know, rightly or wrongly, but um, now I wouldn't imagine either of them as particularly. I don't find her to be very marketable at all, but nobody, I'm not an expert. I just can't imagine. Although, listen, Angelina Jolie was drinking blood when she was that age, yeah. too. So, Oh, I think she, I, I wouldn't say she got blacklisted, right? But she had some issues with, what was the director, the Transformers director? Um, hold on a second. Michael Bay. Yeah, yes. they they had a contentious relationship, if I remember, because she accused him of some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not making that up, I don't think. I don't think you are either. Um, oh my gosh, I just, okay. Can I also yeah, she, confess was, that I get Megan Fox and Olivia Munn confused all the time? There was a um, apparently a controversy, and you can just Google your way through it, between the two of them. They did not get along. She apparently called him out for some stuff. And I wonder if that had a long-term effect on her saleability in Hollywood. Right, right. And she's probably like, still she, reacting rem- to that. Yeah, there's this story that talks about things being dangerous on set. And I don't think Michael Bay appreciated that. How old was she when she was in Transformers? She would have had to have been like... 19, 20? A teenager. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transformers. You're right, though, when you say like she she was poised. Her 
her career could have gone in a whole different direction post Transformers, and it kind of hasn't. So really. 2007 is when the franchise started. So if that's the case, she was yeah, she was but a teenager. Was yeah. she in the first? She was in the first movie, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, mm. with the car. Remember the car? I don't think I saw that movie. More but than meets the eye. More than meets the eye. Mm. Also, she had to be in a movie with Shia LaBeouf. I mean, can you can you just imagine, like, yeah, if Michael Bay was as problematic as she says he was, and she was also like flanked by Shia LaBeouf? That has to be a, at a particularly awkward period in yeah. his. I feel like she's got stories. Career. Yeah, well, and at that time, Shia LaBeouf was poised to be the next hot thing. Right. Again, he was in Transformers. He was in Indiana Jones. I was going to say, wasn't he in that Crystal Skull? He was, and so there was a time when Michael Bay and the Steven Spielbergs of the world really put a lot of attention on these people, and right. then it didn't really quite work out the way they wanted it to. Yikes! Well, the but good now news for she's her is, sucking blood. Yeah, she's on Taking to the names. next thing. She and. She but, and uh, Machine Gun Kelly are free to marry. I would like her, uh, you know, uh, her people and Brian's people to send a little memo over to Brad and Angelina. Maybe they could uh, help figure out their issues. It's true. Tickety talk. Get that moving. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to convene Pizza's Court. What's Pizza's on the docket today? Court. What restaurant serves up your favorite pie? Pizza pie, that is. 651 641 1071 uh pizza's court in session after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071